I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Toon Jam. I am Matt. And I'm Jamer. And today we have another cartoon conundrum for you, for your very ears. Um, So what are we asking, you ask? Well, here is the answer, uh, and I answer in the form of a question. (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why this has turned into some sort of... Riddle me this! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, so (laughs) we are asking... um, Will 2D animation disappear? Ooh. Will it remain with us or would it be gone for good as mm. uh, technology advances? Um, might seem a strange question, you know, because we do have both at the moment, but maybe not so much. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's begin. Jay, if you want to give us a bit of a, a background on the subject and then we can kind of jump off from there. Yeah, so um, if you, it, we're probably going to be saying CG a lot this episode. So if you don't know, what CG is just uh, com- computer graphics, yes. uh, the graphics of the computers. So as we moved into the modern era with high tech technology and those big, you know, sort of weird cream looking computer monitors that everybody used to kind of have, um, that that really changed the game. So uh, back in 1973, you might be familiar with uh, a film called. Westworld, uh, a which as has re- recently been sort of redone as a, a TV series. That was the first instance of CG in a film. So it's a very Wasn't short it? clip. Yeah, yeah, a very short clip of just. It doesn't really look like CG you'd expect nowadays. It's just some weird kind of overlays of the the vision of a robot, um, right. and you you sort of see that you know kind of Terminator vision that we'd probably come to sort of know a bit more. But yeah, so yeah, very short clip in 1973. So then it was quite a while, the CG developed a little bit for us to get what we sort of know as the the CG films today. So the first fully featured, um, the first full length feature that was fully animated was Toy Story in 1995. So obviously 20 years there (laughs) where we're developing the the craft, the technology, lots of little bits popping up, but never like a full feature. But now after Toy Story, you know, obviously things, things have kind of ballooned and we're, we're, it's, it's not unusual to get a full movie completely CG, you know, no, no 2D animation uh, whatsoever. 
um, and we've got series that are completely like yeah CG, um, and 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 now now we're in that era now where that's kind of taken over. We're another twenty years down the line, yeah, um, yeah. you know plus, and now it's well, do we still have the other thing that we had in the first place? So, um, you know, some may argue we don't really have the films that much. A lot of things are CG yeah. in films, but also animation wise, you know the the way that kids used to sort of witness uh, their characters was you'd have the 2d animated style things were were made by hand in a studio frame by frame by people but uh, computers have obviously changed that and you know the reason is it, it can be a lot more efficient to ma- animate those sequences within yeah. computer graphics so now we're in a in an era where less and less things are being hand drawn, you know, we get, we're seeing less two D things as it goes on, and of course, like Pixar, you know, owned by Disney, uh, <laughs> um, very quickly, obviously after the smash hit that was Toy Story back in nineteen ninety five, um, they, we, we're kind of seeing those guys really change the way that they do everything because they, you know, they were known for the hand drawn animation stuff. They kind of pioneered the the you know they were known for like the rotoscoping that they did, going from live action. And making mm. those classic scenes of you know characters dancing with animals and you know it it, it was like the the clean animation that we kind of knew it, it came from Disney, but now now the the same studio is is making more and more innovations to make more and more CG. So how do we you know how what what do you think will look like another twenty years from now? Like, is it possible that hand drawn like well, not even just hand drawn, but just two D in general is gonna gonna go. Like, are people gonna studios gonna take a lot of time to make two D animation when almost anyone with a computer nowadays can just yeah. you know, animate things, keyframes, and use the software that we've got. Like, you, you've sort of seen what what you can do with just the phone in your pocket. You know, like, well, I think there's there's a certain amount of it as well that you know, it's it's the impressiveness when like you look at like look at the the first sort of so the first what fully fully feature length animated film mm. we've got snow white mm. um and at the time that was absolutely groundbreaking and then sort of you know there's been things since but when you look at 2d animation yeah um at least i would say to an extent visually most of the change that you see like that's obvious would be mainly just in style Mm. obviously there are loads of changes that took place yeah but i don't think it's like as noticeable to the average viewer whereas you take toy story one Mm -hmm. first toy story film compare it with the latest toy story film yeah so toy story four um the the change is like in just in quality is obvious yeah yeah, and I think there's there's something about the fact that it's advancing as we watch them. Mm. Every time you see a new one, it's like, wow, look what they managed to do now. Yeah, it still feel, it doesn't feel like we've reached a point where we're like, yeah, it's not going to get any better than this. No, it seems to get better every time. And I think there's something in that as well is the impressiveness as it continues to impress. Whereas two D animation, you don't you don't get that as much, do you really? No, yeah, it's it, it's kind of strange the way that CG works. Like, the there's something about our sort of perception of it that that alters really quickly. Like when you look at the 
you know, you look at stuff from from the '90s, and it's very obviously it, it's dated really badly. Like, and and you don't really understand why because when you watched it in the '90s, you were like, "This is amazing!" Like that yeah. that looks wicked. That that scene from you know, you know th- this animation that that particular scene from a film or whatever. Like it all looks it all looked good at the time, but you we adjust really quickly with with CG yeah. for some reason. But like you say, it other than you know maybe just the frame rate occasionally with with two D stuff, you you like you go back to those Disney classics and you're not like oh this looks awful. No, <laughs> it doesn't work like, like that, does it? It kind of like it was like they were always just trying to make it cheaper. Yeah, yeah. In a way, because when you look at some of the you know some of the cartoons coming out of like the the thirties and forties, they still look like like some of them. If you look at the Fleischer sort of um, Popeye cartoons and um, uh, Superman cartoons. Mm. There, it's there's something about it. It's, it's very impressive. Like yeah. you look at it, and you're like, "This is actually amazing." I don't really know why, and I'm guessing it's just because of the, like you say, the frame rate and stuff. Mm. Uh, but when you're watching it, you can't understand. But it's just fascinating to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I guess they sort of figured out how to go over people and stuff and make it more realistic, like hmm. like uh, the walrus. Yeah, uh, yeah. In Betty Boop. Yeah, that, 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 that is the, that's the rotoscope, isn't it? So that's yeah, the yeah. where they, they project the images onto like a, you know, onto something they can draw and kind of draw, trace over it essentially. But that, that but really you, gives a different effect, doesn't it? When you see yeah. That. But then there's like another 40, 50 years of animation carrying on after that in yeah. 2d um and beyond but like i'd say mainstream 2d mm. um there's there's something that just about doesn't that. really i don't know like the it's literally like the the quality of the image changes yeah um as in you know the colors are i guess they started to find new ways to color them with computers and things like that yeah, yeah. um but yeah it just seems more like it just became HD. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, isn't it? Like yeah. the, the big difference you probably will notice if you go back to old animation is that, like, you know, the screen's a different aspect ratio, <laughs> yeah. and and like maybe it's got less colors or less vivid ones. Like that's that's really it. But there's there's something about that that I guess the reason it's kind of continued is that the it it's it's timeless when it's yeah. when it's two D. You know, like you can go and watch that stuff. And like, imagine if we'd had CG back in like the thirties. Imagine how terrible those scenes would have looked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if stuff from the the late nineties is almost unwatchable. Yeah. Like, how bad would that stuff have been? Like, so. But, but with two D, you don't you don't get that. Like, it's, it's like a trade off, isn't it? You don't yeah. get the continuous, impressive change. No. Um, but equally, you are timeless in that yeah. sense. Yeah, it's as good as it's probably you know it's probably really ever going to be. Yeah. As soon as you make it two D, so that's and it that's tends something. to just be like I think the only reason old like older stuff might not be as watchable mm. is just things like you know modern storytelling. Yeah. You yeah. know changes that we've come to expect that mm. maybe don't entertain us or maybe just don't sit with us now. Uh, you know, there's also things like. Uh, you know, racism and yeah. sexism and social, you know, current social norms yeah. that, that perhaps weren't the same back then as well. That's obviously a big one that kind of outdates certain things. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, I suppose that that might that would probably be the same another twenty years from now with the, yeah. with the yeah. early CG stuff. Like, you know, like I wonder if there's anything in Toy Story that is like a bit iffy now. <laughs> you like, yeah. <laughs> like, would we would we do that anymore? I don't know. Like, yeah, because there are things that if you watch now from the nineties, um, mm. we've come up. You know, we've we've seen a couple of things, but yeah. to be fair, it's not that often. No, um, in cartoons at least. But every now and again, you are like, "That's pretty bad." I think mm. sexism is is probably the most obvious one because, yeah, yeah. you know, that's uh, come a long way quite quickly recently. Um, but there's other, like, like I say, racism um, it is definitely present, and I think they're the kind of things, you know, and and like comments against, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, that's that's a big one as well that we'll start to see, you know, a lot more. Like, wow, I can't believe that. You know, we watched that when we were younger. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely that is an, an aspect in aging as well. But mm. to go back to sort of the animation side, there's there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely a timelessness to two D, and mm. and I mean, I guess this is why the question's there, isn't it? Like, will it go away? Yeah. Because even though you know maybe it's not as um, impressive in its change mm. still impressive obviously but in in its quality change um it's you could still make it and uh, and entertain someone i would have thought yeah yeah you'd think so but th- is there is there something that that 2d has that's that's indispensable that that 3d can't do because we're, we're seeing a lot of um we're seeing a lot of cg stuff now that's really imitating 2d stuff really well like yeah. it, like obviously we when it began it was really a step into we're using cg to to try and sort of like gain realism even you know as quickly as possible and it was yeah, kind yeah. of a walk towards how real can we make these cg scenes and yeah. you know, i mean we you see that in the live action stuff they're obviously trying to, to it, it went from just adding stuff that's like well we don't know how to shoot that so we'll just make it in cg to you know, this whole film shot now where it's like they don't even ha- they're not even on location. Everything's a green screen. Like the yeah, ca- yeah. entire characters and people, vehicles, whatever, that's just all animated. Whereas, you know, um 2D was never I mean, other than the rotoscoping where it was trying to get that movement down, you know, yeah. realism was never really a, a huge part of that. In fact, you know, those early animations, they're trying to break that completely. You've got the cartoon physics of you know, stuff working in a way that it just never would actually do. So we went from from that with CG to now the fact that obviously there is definitely something about 2D that has a kind of an appeal. It has a timelessness to it. And CG is trying to kind of get in touch with that a bit more nowadays. So it's yeah. it's, it's trying to take the, the style, the kind of little elements that you'd be like, oh, this is a cartoon um, and sort of put them in the forefront we're seeing reduced frame rates. We've, so we've gone from like, yeah. we didn't have enough frames to let's increase those to now taking them back on purpose um, and making it look choppier and making it look a bit more like somebody's done this somewhere at home. So I think we've got that kind of homemade yeah. effect. Um, so now, now we're getting really good imitation CG stuff. So would, would again, would it make sense for studios to go forward and be like, well, we still actually just do this all hand drawn. But when... it's got to be, yeah, it's got to be like a nostalgia thing, hasn't it? I mean, mm. why why else bring it back? I mean, so we've got like, obviously, in the sort of 
the noughties, I guess, um, they like Disney had their like sort of run towards the end of 2D animation in yeah. the cinematic side of their productions. Mm-hmm. So you had like um, Lilo and Stitch, uh, then Treasure Planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's Atlantis around there somewhere. Um, but then it, it ended with Home on the Range, and that was kind of the one where they were like, well, if this doesn't do well, we're going to mm. stop doing 2D. Right. Um, which is kind of a shame because, you know, of all the ones, it, it was going to end, wasn't it? Yeah. A film about cows. <laughs> I just, you, you know, wonder. <laughs> why, why, why did they place yeah. their bets on that one? Yeah, yeah. Um, but to be fair, I think a lot of the others haven't done very well. I, I mean, yeah. Lilo and Stitch now is obviously quite big. Mm. Um, but I think that's sort of with time. Um, and it's kind of the one out of all of them. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you saw the end and then they kind of were like, right, we're just doing, we're just going to go do 3D animation. Mm. Um, but then they did quite a few lackluster 3D animated films, Chicken Little. Um, yeah meet the Robinsons, stuff like that. And then you sort of had, they, they even tried to go back to 2D animation again with Princess mm. and the Frog. Yeah. Which is another one a bit like uh, Lilo and Stitch where it kind of didn't do that well at the time, but... It sort of found its fan base a bit later. Yeah, I guess I guess it fit really well into, 
you know, Disneyland and things like that. So mm. you can bring it back round. Um, and then after that, they went back to 3D animation. Mm. So we had, I think it was like Bolt was their first first one back after that. Um, but then it got sort of, you know, picked up a bit after that. And we saw things like, um, you know, Tangled and Frozen. Yeah. And the steady stream upwards when, you know, they've gone through another bit of a a high, really. Yeah, it's it's, it's a strange... that you, you can tell there's a, there's definitely a story there with Disney, isn't there, of yeah. sort of their, their either love and hate for it and, and what they're sort of planning to do with it. So, yeah. So you you really you were really seeing the evolution of, and I mean they're, obviously they're a huge company and and you know a, a big name in in animation, it, you know as a I guess as as an entity overall it's like Disney you, you associate that with animation really so to, to for them to sort of have this kind of weird roller coaster with CG um, yeah it it sort of dictates what everybody else does really because. Obviously, when when Pixar came in with with Toy Story, they that was everyone wanted that style. They wanted like a Pixar style, and everyone else was, you, you know, they they were trying to get on the the success of it. Essentially, they were like yeah, adapting yeah. their style to to that. But then, if Disney just went and took C, CG away completely, like I wonder how many other companies would then just go back to a two D style, um, just yeah. because of so that there's definitely like a market trend there of what how we use cg and when we use it but to, yeah. to think that they're they're now taking their old 2d animations and then making entire cg movies out of it not only yeah. seems bizarre but <laughs> it's just well like what a strange thing like to yeah well, to, to go yeah, sort of touching on the live action stuff mm. um the weird the really weird one uh, for me is lion king yeah yeah. Because they're taking a 2D film and they're not just turning it into, because it's not, it's live, it's, it, you know, it's listed as live action in a way, mm. but it, it's obviously not live action. No. Because it's about lions and, <laughs> you know, pigs and stuff. Yeah. So there's there's no humans in it whatsoever. No. So all they're doing is turning the characters into, you know, cg animals but mm. really trying to make it really realistic at the same time yeah and they've kind of been responsible for what what's sort of being interpreted as um that there's kind of a misconception out there now that that cg is just superior to, to 2d overall and yeah. because of the way that disney is redoing everything in cg because it almost feels like they're saying, I mean, especially in the climate of remakes and reboots they were in, it's almost yeah. like they're saying by doing that that like the old one isn't any use anymore. We need yeah, this yeah. version. Like this is the good version now. This is the one that we we want to put out there. There is another version, but it's inferior because it's two yeah. D, which is a, a very strange kind of message. Well, the um, thing that's the thing that I find quite strange is that a lot of them that they've done are more recent films mm. i guess that the only reason really to do to do this that i can see obviously it's an easy money maker because yeah you know you've seen the old one you'll go and watch the new one out of curiosity mm. uh, if you're a fan uh, even if you've seen a few i've done it you know what even though pretty much all of them have been not as good mm. i've still watched another one and been like oh i don't know why i'm doing this but I'm just curious yeah um but then there's the there's not just the money aspect; it's also the updating 
um, yeah. of it. So for, you know, I guess for crowds, especially with the way Disney runs with Disneyland and things like that, yeah. you know, going back to sort of the fact that look at things like Pinocchio and, um, you know, Pinocchio is full of, you know, he drinks, he smokes in the new one. He doesn't do any of that. Right. Um, then you've got Dumbo, which is the obvious, you know, racial things with the blackbirds has always been a thing that's come up. Yeah. Um, which they've, you know, removed in the new one um, and things like that. So as they go through them, they can kind of correct these things for a modern audience. Right. And still keep the, you know. The property alive, I guess. Yeah. And so they still keep it all in their theme parks and things like that. Mm. Keep it safe. So they're, they're kind of, yeah, they're readjusting, just kind of reckoning all the, all the bad stuff. So you, yeah. you think we'll see a, a Song of the South soon? <laughs> it's, Joe, I, I genuinely thought about this the other day. Um, like, is that something that they would ever do, do you think? Like, completely. <laughs> it, it seems um, dangerous ground to tread it on. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. But, I mean... But there's, I mean, in the same way... It's, yeah, like, yeah. what's interesting about Song of the South is, like, when you look at... If you look at any internet debates, which is always, you know, not worth doing. But mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's interesting about Song of the South is like it is it seems like a fifty fifty split on whether or not people are offended. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I I mean I had it on video as a kid. because mm. uh, they re released it in the nineties, weirdly. Um and I, I remember really hating the live action bits. Yeah. So not really paying attention to any of them, but the animated <laughs> side was just like, I just didn't really enjoy watching that. Mm. Um, but it is an interesting one because I don't know if you've seen um, Splash Mountain. Yeah. At Disneyland. So this, for anyone that doesn't know, Splash Mountain is a log flume at Disneyland that is based on Song of the South. Mm. Still um, up and running. Still up and running. But I think they're changing it to a Princess and the Frog ride. Oh, that's very, that's very, yeah. Uh... That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. some, some interesting choices being made there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's like a bayou log flume. Right. Um, now I might be wrong, but I, I saw these plans the other day, and I was like, mm. "Oh, that is that is interesting," because it, then mm. you kind of think they've got no intent then of using that property anymore. No, no. Once that goes, that's probably not ever going to yeah. come back. But then you think, like, imagine a because when Song of the South was first made. Mm. Like before it came out, loads of people were like, "This is a, this is a really good chance for Disney to like, you know, call out racism and things like that." Yeah, because obviously it's not something they'd ever done before. And and then when the film was made, it was just very safe, romanticized notion of the whole thing. Mm. Um, doesn't really ever mention, and th- and this is where I think a lot of the offense comes from. Um, it's just the fact that they don't they don't mention slavery. Everyone's happy in their role and things like that. Yeah, you know, it's sort of glossed like, over, isn't it? I think. Yeah, that's so what nothing, there's nothing like there's no derogative terms used that I'm aware of or anything like that. Mm. It's just the fact that it is glossed over, like you say. But then you know you could do a version where you didn't do that if you wanted to keep it alive. Yeah. And you could change it completely, really, because no one's going to be like, well, in the old one, actually, I miss the racism. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> That's not going to be. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to remake something and change it, surely no one would complain if you changed Song of the South. Yeah. 
um, and and there's parts of it you know like it's a it's a really weird i think this is why it splits a room because you know it was um so the guy that starred in uh song of the south i, yeah. I forget his name but he was one of the first black people to get an oscar yeah yeah um and it was it was terrible because he couldn't go to the oscars because no no hotel would let him stay there what a crazy time so, i know he couldn't accept his awards horrible but yeah there's things there's things there's interesting things about it yes yeah, so, i mean obviously it there's 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 positive and negative elements there yeah. like of you know having just having it out there in the first place yeah. sort of thing and the voice cast um for the animated characters mm. uh, were black as well yeah so they weren't you know whereas you know the in pinocchio the blackbirds were i mean some of them were the same voice actors but some of them weren't they were just people doing racist depictions yeah essentially <laughs> hi whereas yeah. now but you know it's yeah it's it's, it's a really interesting one mm. um I, I i don't think they would ever maybe that's a question for another episode yeah that's that's a whole different episode. <laughs> but um yeah well i mean i guess they've they've essentially they've got the ability to take elements from that make them yeah. cg and then it kind of rewrites the the narrative of, of that yeah um, but then they are. I mean, this is something worth definitely worth mentioning. They they are returning to two D animation, yeah, um, right? So Eric Goldberg, uh, he was a lead animator on Aladdin. He did the genie. Oh, okay. Uh, he also worked on, you know, other films. He was um, he animated Louis the Alligator in Princess and the Frog, uh, Phil in Hercules, and nice. Rabbit in the newest Winnie the Pooh film. Okay. Um, so, you know, he, he does. He also acted as a co-director on Pocahontas as well. Oh, cool. Um, so he said that he is now helming a uh, sort of a 2D animation team mm. at uh, Disney. So he's training a lot of animators in 2D animation because it's like people aren't even being trained in it anymore. Really? Yeah. So when they hire people on you know they're not even hiring people that know 2d animation so the i mean so that could be that could be part of the answer there in, in the fact that like as we move forward like the the kind of the talent is being lost there yeah like, yeah especially yeah. From, from a studio that kind of brought it to us in in the sort of the biggest boldest way like yeah. they're, they're not even they don't even have they have a fewer and fewer people every year that know that craft yeah um, so I think it's worth mentioning as well. Like a lot of the 2D animation is done in like as CG almost. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, done, it's done digitally. It's not, yeah, it's not it's not hand drawn animation. So this is what he's sort of leading. It's a hand drawn 2D animation team. Mm. So that's where the skill, I guess, is is different. Yeah. Um obviously they are two different things, but they kind of come hand in hand in a way. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I mean, I guess this is probably another thing where, you know, they they'll make another movie and see how well it does. Mm. So it it could be another test for another them. home on the right. <laughs> yeah, it could be, or you know, more likely another Princess and the Frog, where yeah, you know, maybe I, I like maybe we see less and less, or just see one every now and again. Mm. Um. But uh, it's worth mentioning that, you know, as far as TV stuff goes, 2D animation is very common. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the one place it's kind of remained. Like you've got yeah. you've got whole kind of portions of the 
the TV market that have just stayed um, 2D animated. Like, yeah, and I it, guess it's cheaper, isn't it? It does seem like it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think again, though, that there's there's that sort of idea that kids are used to the way that this looks. Like, yeah. you could put, you can animate something like sometimes as cheaply as possible. Like, like we've seen we've seen adult animated stuff. You know, like from from Adult Swim and and, and other places where they literally make them as cheap as they possibly can. Like there's <laughs> it's like really bad flash looking animation, but you just kind of like, oh, okay, that's just what it is. That's the style. So, yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't do it as much for young audiences, but you can get away with very sort of, you know, very, I guess, easy, much easier to make stuff in 2d. And as yeah. long as it looks like a cartoon, um, there's, there's definitely an audience there that's satisfied as far as the look goes. Um, so that that's really quite interesting. Whereas, like, if you have a really trash looking CG thing, people will complain about it, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like immediately. Um, and I, I, I don't really point. understand why that is, but there's there's definitely, I I think there's probably sort of a like a social opinion forming in, in which like two D animation on TV is fine, mm. uh, but in films that's where you're having your trouble yeah. so like i don't know like you 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 don't really get it so much anymore because a lot of tv is quite cinematic but i'd say you know from like early noughties and before tv was always different to film wasn't it yeah yeah so if you got a film of say look at like star trek mm. if you got a film of star trek it was the production values were always insane in comparison to the show yeah so you would expect more from a film mm. than you would from the show nowadays they're quite similar yeah like if you think of like the simpsons movie it was yeah. basically just <laughs> a 90 minute episode of the simpsons yeah uh, yeah and that's, but that's uh, i think maybe that's a kind of way that we're starting to think about animation like if something's 2d mm. you, you're fine with it on tv but when it comes to going like going to the cinema and stuff, you kind of like well, in your head that might be like a low budget type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it feels like you want to see some more spectacle, and I guess there's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird because you know two D can do a lot of things like yeah. really easily that CG can't, uh, and vice versa in a way. Like I think yeah. it, it's it's it, it, there there is kind of this ongoing unbalancing of like which one's best for, for certain things because in, in 2D you, you're kind of relying on the artists a lot and, and mm. their skills to be able to sort of depict what's going on like um, in, in the best way possible um, whereas in CG all the kind of physics and stuff are kind of baked into the software so it's like the perspective of things is already there because you make a thing yeah. here and then that thing's already far away whereas um, in 2D, you, you've got to kind of do all that that by hand. But then there's, you know, if you want to go wild and wacky with 2D stuff, you can really do that with it. It's just you draw it. It's You can break all the rules in a scene. Yeah. Like, you know, you can change the, the frames. You can, go, you can go mad. Whereas in CG, if everything's modeled and like each character has like a bone structure and stuff, in order for them to just, you know, break all their physics, you have to actually break the engine <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So things have limitations. You have to make a new model that's broken and stuff. And so, like, there is there is this to and fro, like, constantly going of 
sort of as from the behind the scenes way of like which one's the best to work in for what we're doing and i suppose that's that's going to sort of if if the cg manages to to take over a lot of more spots of like well this is the, you know what 2d can do um mm. it it might really unbalance things it it really might be much easier to make everything cg instead of having the the hand yeah. stuff um i do i do think that to be honest, I do think as far as cinema goes, mm. uh, we probably we probably won't see much 2D anymore. I mean, we don't anyway. I yeah. mean, if you look at the upcoming films, mm. um, not one of them, not one of the upcoming films that, are, that I'm aware of mm. it is 2D. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you, you see it, you see it in, it's been used in, in you know, TV and stuff quite a lot. Like uh, Matt Groening's been using it in, and Futurama and you see it in Disenchantment and stuff a lot where it's like the the style is very much 2D but there's there's loads of scenes where it's like well, this is way easier in 3D you'll get camera yeah. pans and certain shots that are just like well that's obviously you know they've done their 3D and kind of drawn over the top of it so there's 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 loads of things where everyone like people in in the industry are very sort of white like getting smart to the fact that actually we might have saved ourselves a lot of time and effort by just doing this 3d anyway like let's yeah. let's have a cg element in there and it is you are sort of s- slowly seeing it take over um so i mean other than the look of it um is is there like you know what is there else about 2d that that's going to be um that's going to sort of you know remain over time because now that now that cg is kind of taking that away as well we've got stuff like spider-verse and and you know like mitchell's versus the machines and we've got there's there's a quite a few like tv series out there that are, they they look very unless you see them in motion you can't really tell that they're cg yeah um, that you know still shots of stuff that they're, they're, they're taking the look so oh, i mean what's what's left for cg to kind of steal away from from the the, the 2d side um is is there anything you think that's like well they'll never be able to do that in CG? I think the one thing the one thing you don't see um, as often in in CG really is like huge changes in art style. Mm. You still do see it. It's, I mean, it's not it's not uncommon. You know, you you take uh, like say Spider Man and compare mm. that to Frozen, and you know yeah. they do look different, but um, there's still there's still you know there's far more variance yes um in 2d so i guess art style is a is a big thing uh, because it's making when you make something 3d you make it more realistic don't you yeah yeah so when you take something really characterized it might just not work mm. but even even that being said i think we've watched some things recently and then there's there's also you know video games to think about yeah. as far as animation and stuff where characters do look completely, you know, different. I mean, look at Big Nate. Yeah, yeah. That had its own style, very, very, you know, cartoony. Yeah, definitely. So it, it's. I think it's just a matter of time, to be honest. I do. I do think we. I think two D animation it will never go away, mm. but I think it will become like um, stop motion animation. Right. In which it's kind of a just a niche a niche yeah it just pops up every now and again mm-hmm. you like it you but it's not something that's done all the time yeah 
That's what I think anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I think there's gonna be there's gonna be bits and pieces that we still have to kind of figure out from the you know, like how to how to get those styles down in CG or how to, you know, break things a little bit and be able to kind of play with with stuff in in a in a very cartoony kind of way. Um but I, I think, you know, five five, ten years from now, like there's there's not gonna be anything that that's you know, that's really just only two D can do. Um CG, I think, is just going to take out because it's it's going to be cheaper for people to make. And the other thing is that it gets cheaper every year because once you've got the you know yeah. once you've got the technology, once you've got the models, once you've got stuff, it's like you you've then you don't you're not starting at zero every time. Whereas hand drawn animation, you are starting at zero every single time because you've got to redraw that cell. Like you, <laughs> you've got to physically like redraw it every single frame. Um, but you you save all of that with with CG. So yeah, I think it's really they're they're going to be you know the purists. Maybe there's going to be a little corner of the internet that's like oh, only only the finest hand drawn animation yeah. painstakingly done by somebody. Um, but I suppose I suppose we should mention things like um, you know Japanese animation anime and things like that as well. Yeah, I mean but, like um, they're retaining that's heavy on two D. Yeah, yeah, they're very much holding on to that that look. But yeah. I th- it, I, again, that may be just a case of we've not found something that we feel like um, naturally fits the look as well. Yeah. 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 But, you know, in a couple of years, we might get. Uh, I mean, there's lots more video games um, from anime licenses. Like there's, there's yeah, very um, true. Yeah. There's some stuff, and they they do look really cool in CG. Like they're clearly yeah. 3D models, and I think it's just getting the the kind of line art to translate over. Yeah. Um, yeah. That sort of. Because obviously a lot of them come from from the manga, and it's very focused on the the, the line art there. Um, once once we get that down, I mean, there's 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 programs out there that do it really easily, like Blender, as we've mentioned before. Like, you know, is a free software; anyone can download it. If you're interested in doing CG stuff, go to Blender.org, and you can you can play around with CG. Um, that that has literally like a button that basically draws over the edges of of 3D models and stuff and makes it, it gives you a a, a hand drawn line line art effect. So, I mean, you can just press something and it would do that. So it's like yeah. we're not far away from seeing that take over in a big way. I yeah. Think. Um. So yeah, I mean, what a what a strange place we'll be, and I wonder where Disney will be in in another five years from now. Yeah, what I, I think. Say? I think that's. I think they'll do a two D film, and then it's. I mean, what Prince and the Frog was two thousand and nine, so right. thirteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will probably be another couple of years before we see one, if not longer. Um. So, I, I just think it'll be something we see every now and again. I think mm-hmm. it won't go away, but you know, it won't be common. No. Our thoughts. Yeah, well, tell us if we're right in the future. Tell tell us what you think. Uh, (laughs) You can do so on the three um, outdated jokes of the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at ToonJamPod. You can also catch our old episodes over on YouTube. Uh, Again, ToonJamPod. Or if you're listening on YouTube and you're listening to some older episodes, you can catch our up-to-date feed wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we also have a Patreon feed, so we have some extra bonus episodes on there. So head over for there if you're interested. 
Uh, but otherwise, all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening. And until next time, you stay jammy. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you want to help the show keep going, you can be extra jammy by heading over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash toonjampod. Here you can get a shout out on the show or unlock bonus episodes. Ratings and reviews anywhere you listen to the podcast also really help us out. So thank you and stay jammy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.